1: Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mara Carabello filling in for Boyd today. So yesterday, uh, President Biden gave a big speech that he delivered in Georgia advocating for the Democrats voting rights legislation. And he pushed harder than we've seen him on this and included in this um, plea to pass the voting rights bill. Um, was bringing in the filibuster. Now, this is critical to passing this piece of legislation because no Republicans support it. So Democrats would have to change the Senate rules to get this piece of legislation passed. Um, he endorsed President Biden, endorsed changing the rules for the first time. For those of you who had followed President Biden when he was Senator Biden, this is a marked change from where he has been in the past. Um, And again, he went full in yesterday, um, including the possibility of eliminating the filibuster. And to uh, connect these two was a really big deal. So I want to start by hearing a little bit more of what President Biden said yesterday.
0: I'm making it clear to protect our democracy. I support changing the Senate rules, whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights. When it comes to protecting majority rule in America, the majority should rule in the United States Senate.
1: Now, I'm going to say this is one of those topics where reasonable people disagree reasonably. It's also a topic that, depending on which seat you have at the table, particularly if you're an elected official, you may change that seat. So that is to say it's very hard. That shows up, I was looking at a Politico poll um, yesterday. They do, or it happened last week. And when asked the question of do you support the filibuster or not, it was 42% support, 30 disagree, 28% do not know. Then they asked the question, would you change the filibuster to support the Voting Rights Act? Boy, we were 30%, 30%, 30%. Not quite that even, but it was a third, a third, a third, with a third of us taking one side or the other, and a third of us firmly in the I don't know camp. So um, – It certainly is reasonable to have a variety of approaches here. One of the strongest voices countering President Biden has been Utah's own Senator Mitt Romney. He strongly countered the president's speech yesterday with his own speech on the Senate floor where he laid out um, the importance of the minority voice. So let's hear what he said.
0: The United States Senate is one of our vital democratic institutions and the power given to the minority in the Senate and the resulting requirement for political consensus are among the Senate's defining features. Note that in the federal government, empowerment of the minority is established through only one institution, the Senate. The majority decides in the House, the majority decides in the Supreme Court, the president, of course, is a majority of one. Only in the Senate does the minority restrain the power of the majority. That a minority should be afforded such political power is a critical element of this institution. For a law to pass in the Senate, it must appeal to senators in both parties. This virtually assures that the bill did not originate from the extreme wing of either one. And thus best represents the interests of the broadest swath of Americans. The Senate's minority empowerment has meant that America's policies inevitably tack towards the center.
1: So... Senator Romney in that uh, particular part of his speech doubles down on what historically is one of the strongest arguments for the filibuster, which is of the three branches of government, the Senate is the only one that gives the minority the power to restrain the majority. And that has – now, I will say, as, as many of you stewards of history know, that we not we've not always had the filibuster. So American democracy has survived without the filibuster. But one of the main tenets of this is this ability for the – Um, minority to restrain the majority becomes central to it. So he goes further than that, though. Senator Romney also said that getting rid of the filibuster completely would lead to instability and unpredictability for Americans. Let's let's hear this next powerful group of arguments that Senator Romney made.
0: Consider how different the Senate would be without the filibuster. Whenever one party replaced the other as majority, tax and spending parties would change Safety net programs would change, national security policy could change, cultural issues would careen from one extreme to the other, creating uncertainty and unpredictability for families, for employers, and for our friends abroad. The need to marshal 60 votes requires compromise and middle ground. It empowers the minority, and it's helped to keep us centered as a nation, fostering the stability and predictability that are essential for investments in people, in capital, and in the future.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna keep us with Senator Romney here for one more minute uh, as we watch his case for support arc here. He concludes by asking the Democrats to put themselves in the shoes of the minority and to consider how ironic it is to say that they're saving democracy. So here is Senator Romney's closer.
0: There's also a reasonable chance Republicans will win both houses in Congress. And that Donald Trump himself could once again be elected president in 2024. Have Democrats thought what would it mean for them, for the Democrat minority to have no power whatsoever? And finally, Mr. President, I offer this thought. How absurd is it to claim that to save democracy... A party that represents barely half the country must trample on the rules of our democracy's senior institution.
1: Okay, so two arguments there laid out very well. We didn't give President Biden the airtime, so if you if you want to hear more about what he had to say Go look up his case for why it's so critical he uses um, voting rights legislation, which is fundamental to Americans voting. So it's an enormous issue of heavy consequence, which has been under attack. He uses that as the reason to get rid of the filibuster. But then we have Senator Romney making these powerful cases about systems and how the system works. But it brings us to the conundrum that we have had in a hyper-partisan world, um, I, I'm of two minds. I guess I, I, I join those that can be persuaded either way because I understand the power of having the ma- minority petition and, and have some recourse from the majority. But in hyper-partisanship, it also means gridlock. And gridlock for the United States the inability of Congress, both the houses of Senate and um, the House of Representatives, not being able to achieve discourse, not being able to advance on issues. I think we're all frustrated with you know, every major political year in some ways in America feels like Groundhog Day because we can't get past these big issues. And part of that does lift with the with the contemplative body of the Senate not being able to make decisions because of the supermajority required. So I think we're at the cusp here of needing to decide a trade-off. Um, our democracy was built with fluidity to reflect the time and place in which we were. There's also some ability to... Um, change the filibuster limitedly but I think there are many of us who don't want to encourage gamesmanship at the federal level so I love the uh, more contemplative thinking about this issue I think we can see that both sides have some points and I do think it's coming to a head so we're going to turn our attention back to Utah um, and our a fundamental right to vote we have Justin Lee the former elections executive director coming next to talk about Utah a ballot measure we're seeing about getting rid of vote by mail and whether this is a good idea or maybe would do more harm than good so see you next a gun in the face Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me and this is the point where I thought I'm gonna to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela